Hey sis, so I know we are a couple of weeks into January now. Actually, over halfway through, can't believe it, but I'm still considered to be a new year. We are still in the first month of the year, so that's where we're going to put our focus. And I know you might be saying, new year, new me. Is that right? I don't know. Something about that quote just doesn't sit well in my spirit, the whole new year, new me thing. And I'm going to dig into it with you on today. So don't miss it. Hey, sis. Welcome to the Goodbye Heartbreak Hello Purpose podcast, the place where you learn how to move forward from heartbreak and achieve wholeness through emotional healing, spiritual growth, uncovering identity and behavior patterns, and saying yes to the calling God placed on your life. I'm your host, Candice Fatties, and I know what it's like to be heartbroken and confused about who you are and what God created you to do, but I also know what it's like to be healed and hold with clarity. If you're ready to have your broken heart mended, grow your faith, and discover who you are, why you do what you do, and what you were created to do, look no further. You're definitely in the right place. So kick off those cute shoes that's been hurting your feet all day and turn me up in those earbuds. We're about to get into it. Hey sis, and welcome back for another episode. I cannot wait to dig into today's episode with you. So let's hurry up and take care of a few things. First of all, have you subscribed to the podcast If you haven't, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Maybe you're new here and you just seeing what it's all about. You're going to love it. If you landed on this podcast, you are going to enjoy it. So go ahead, hit the subscribe button wherever you are listening. Have you left your five-star written review? You know, I'm going to be honest and say I haven't gotten a new one in a while. (laughs) So if you are loving this show, let me know about it and leave me a five-star written review preferably on Apple Podcasts because that's the one that really drives the show so that other people, other women just like you can find it and they can be helped as well. Speaking of help, you guys, let me ask you a question. Sis, seriously, what do you want the next 90 days of your life to look like? I know you're probably struggling after a breakup, wondering what's your next move, wondering how am I gonna get through this? I don't even know what I'm doing. I can't believe this is my life. It's too hard. I'm not going to make it. All these thoughts are going on in your mind. But sis, you can make it. Absolutely. I'm here to tell you because I have been where you are. Okay. I know what it's like and I know how hard it is to do it on your own because that's how I did it. And that's why I do heartbreak coaching sessions now so that you don't have to do it alone. I can help you through this process. I can help you come up with a plan for the next 90 days of your life so that you can start to see real progress on your healing journey. Don't let 2023 pass you by and you didn't make any progress and you're going to be in 2024 looking like, oh, I'm still sad and I don't know what to do about it. Okay, go ahead, book your 60 minute heartbreak coaching session at CandiceAFatties.com forward slash contact. Send me that request and we can get it taken care of really quick. All right. So I cannot wait to dig into today's episode really about preserving your self-worth. Oh, you're going to love it. So let's get into it. So like I said, sis, that whole new year, new me thing, 
it just doesn't settle right with me because it gives this whole impression of something was wrong with the old me. I don't know about you, but I don't that just doesn't sit well with me because I think I'm okay. <laughs> I'm okay. There are just maybe a few tweaks and few changes that I need to make in my life, but overall, I don't think something's wrong with me per se. And perhaps you should start thinking of yourself that way too. I'm going to talk to you today about ways to preserve your self-worth while making changes because I think when we talk about goals and overhauling our lives for the new year, it kind of like makes you look at every negative aspect of your life as if you are just not a good person and that you need a complete overhaul. And I just don't think that's true for all of us, for most of us, actually. So let's go ahead and dig into the seven tips that I have for you to preserve your self-worth while you're making these changes in your life for the new year. Ready? Number one, stop labeling yourself in absolutes. What does that mean, Candice? <laughs> so what I mean when I say stop labeling yourself in absolutes, like none of us are all good and none of us are all bad. None of us are this one thing. So stop labeling yourself as that. Stop labeling yourself as a hot mess. You may have one area of your life that needs some changing, but your whole life may not be a hot mess. Stop labeling yourself as crazy, like, girl, I'm so crazy. No, you're not. You're okay, sis. So just look at those absolute things. Stop saying, like, I hate the way I look, because again, that's an absolute. Look at your life. Look at the things that you say about yourself. And where are these absolute, especially these negative absolute things coming in? Because when you speak to yourself that way, when you speak about yourself that way, that diminishes your self-worth. You are showing that you don't hold yourself as a valuable person. You don't think of yourself as a valuable person. And so that's a change that you want to make in 2023, right? You want to know that you are worthy, and you say, sis, how you know? You don't know me. <laughs> well, I know because you're a child of God. And if you are a child of God, then you are worthy. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. That is an absolute you can say about yourself because God said it. But these other things that you're saying and thinking about yourself, sis, stop it. Don't talk about yourself that way. You are not absolutely just this one thing. God made us to be these wonderful and beautiful, multifaceted human beings, right? We have so many layers. We're so complex. I think it was David said, uh, I can't remember the whole scripture verse, but the ending part of it was like, I'm so complex. Like, how well do you know me? Like something to that effect, because we are not simple at all. We are so complex. There's so many layers to us. There's so many dimensions to our personality and the things that God has called us to that it, it's, it would blow your mind when you start to really think about that about yourself. So take some time and really think about the differences in different areas of your life, how complex you really are. And I don't mean complex like difficult or in a negative way. I mean complex in that you're so multifaceted, like you can't be summed up in one word. So stop trying, okay? Number two, recognize that we spend our whole lives evolving. So after you stop referring to yourself in absolutes, 
do know that we are constantly going to change just because that's just a the nature of the lives that we live. We grow and we evolve all the time. And so when you feel like you have to change something, even about a specific area of your life, don't think it's because you're bad or there's something negative. Just know that maybe you evolved in this particular area of your life. So the way that you were operating before no longer serves you to the place that you have grown to. In fact, think of it as a compliment because you need to grow in this area. You need to change in this area because of the new level you are. You have different expectations now. You are doing things at a higher level now. So the lower level things, the low way that you thought about yourself or thought about situations are no longer serving you. So that is maybe a change that you have to make just because you are evolving and that's the nature of it. And there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. Number three, identify the amazing things about yourself first. So before you start going down the rabbit hole of thinking about all the things that you may want to change about yourself, think about the things that are good about you first. And I want you to list those things out, journal over them, go ahead and list all your amazing qualities and traits about yourself, everything that you like, everything that you love, everything that is great. And go ahead and brag on yourself in this moment. Go ahead and see, don't, and do not, when you're doing this, do not try to downplay anything. Like, you know that you're wonderful. You know that you're fantastic. You know that you have a beautiful smile. You know that you're a great singer. You know that you're an amazing writer. You know these things. You know that you are kind to people. You know these things about yourself. So do not shy away from them. Do not downplay them or think that, oh, you know, I'm thinking too much of myself. No, you're speaking truth, sis. So, and you're worth the truth. So go ahead, journal over those things, write them down so that you now know and have identified the good things because we don't have a problem identifying the bad things, the things that we want to change, but sometimes we struggle to see the good. So see the good says and write them down so that you have a place to come back to when negative thoughts come to mind. Number four, identify the areas of concern. So here's where you can go now and identify those things that you may want to change about yourself. And I think that when you start with the good things, you may realize that there's not a whole lot about you that needs to change. So go ahead, maybe you, you used to say the absolute thing that I hate the way that I look, but maybe you just are like, I just don't like the way I look in certain jeans, (laughs) okay? So maybe I need to dress differently or maybe I need to lose five pounds. Whatever the case is, sis, you can make changes in those areas. It's not a problem, but you have to realize that there's nothing wrong with you as a whole. There's nothing wrong with the way you look as a whole. You need to maybe address an area. There's nothing wrong with your personality as a whole. Maybe you just need to build your confidence or maybe you just need to make sure you're being kinder to people. Maybe you need to make sure that you're speaking up for yourself. It's things like that that you can find that you need to change. Just tweak, you know, about yourself or, you know, Again, changing something subtle without saying, oh, I need to become an entirely new person. Again, God made us the way that he did. And so we have to know that we are who God says we are, right? And although we we are always growing and evolving and that's when we need to change, 
We don't need to completely change the people that we are because God made us this way for a specific reason. Whatever his purpose and calling is for you in the body of Christ, he created you uniquely for that. So don't overhaul yourself completely. And then God's like, I can't even use you because you're not even what I designed you to be. And I say pray over these things as well. When you're choosing areas of concern, so to speak, and I'm using air quotes when I say that, pray about them and be like, God, is this really something I should change about myself? Or is this something I should learn to love about myself? So go ahead and ask that question. There's nothing wrong with that. And God won't have a problem with you asking that question so that you know and can get clarity. Not a problem. Hey, sis, sorry for the interruption, but I just want to ask you a couple of questions. Have you recently had a breakup and the pain is too much to bear? Do you feel broken with no idea how to heal even though you want to? Do you want to get over your ex, but you can't even get him out of your head? Are you ready to stop being sick to your stomach over this breakup? Personally, I know what it's like. When my relationship failed, I tried to numb my pain. Between emotional eating, binge-watching reality TV shows, endless heartbreak songs, and then my favorite coping mechanism, moving on to another guy. None of which worked and left me feeling worse than I did before. Then I discovered the freedom from my brokenness, pain, and grief wasn't in the solutions I tried, but was in the only solution, Jesus. Imagine if you knew how to invite God into this season of your life and experience his peace, joy, and find true contentment while you heal. Come work with me and grab a heartbreak coaching session where we'll come up with your next 90-day roadmap so you can begin to find healing. I will help you partner with Jesus to find comfort and peace while finding some things that bring excitement and purpose back into your life in your newfound singlehood. You will be able to carry out the simple steps to make real progress in your healing journey with a customized plan of how to move forward. I have a few sessions available and I invite you to sit with me and begin writing a new chapter in your story. Email me at goodbyeheartbreakhellopurpose at gmail.com to book a free discovery call and see if I would be the right coach for you. I want to leave you with this verse from Philippians 4.19. And this same God who takes care of me will supply all your needs from his glorious riches, which have been given to us in Christ Jesus. I love you, sis. Let's get back to it. Number five, identify how to make changes in these areas. So once you actually identify the areas of concern, now you can say, okay, what am I going to do to make these changes? And most of the time, again, it's not a complete overhaul. Sometimes it's practicing positive thinking, okay, about ourselves. It's about choosing to be silent than responding. It's sometimes choosing to take a different route to work because we're passing our favorite pastry place every afternoon and stopping, okay? Like, see what change, because the change doesn't have to be this huge change. Most of the time when we make small changes, those small changes lead to big and huge results. Maybe it's, I need to be more disciplined in the things that I'm doing. You know, for me, I know a change I need to make because one, I would like the whole, I want to look better thing has not been enough of a why for me to exercise and eat healthy. However, now I'm feeling the effects of not exercising and not eating healthy because I don't have the energy that I need to carry out this calling. So I'm struggling with that right now because I want to have more energy. 
And so it's like, what small changes can I make in my day so that I can gain more energy? So that is like something that I am working on for myself so that I can feel better physically, feel better, and I feel like I'll be able to get more done. So for yourself, identify what changes you can make so that you can actually see progress and change in your life without, again, overhauling your entire life. Number six, identify how these changes in these areas is going to add to the value of your life. So you already identified the changes, but now how will that add value to you? Because if it's not going to add value to you, then why would you make the change? So I think this part is so important, so, so important. And I think it's something that we never really take time to think about. How is this going to add value? And I said add value and I worded it specifically like that because you are already someone of value. You are worthy already. And so I'm saying add value because the change that you make should help to like amplify the value that you already have. It should add to the value that you already have. It's not going to make you valuable. It's not going to make you worthy. It's going to add to the value you have. It's going to add to the worth that you have. So what, how will this change add to you? And so I want you to make sure you're thinking of it like that so that you you can now think of the change in a positive way. Again, negatively would say, oh, this is going to make me worthy. Oh, this is going to make me valuable. Oh, this is going to make me pretty. Oh, this is, no. The the way you think about it is, this is going to accentuate my beauty, right? This is going to add to my beauty. This is going to add to the way that I feel about myself. This is the, the good things that I feel about myself. This is going to add to me being a good employee or a good business owner or whatever the case is, like it's going to add to your life, not make your life, not make a certain area of your life, but adding to it. And number seven, under no circumstance should you condemn yourself. There is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. That's what the word says. So I do not want you to condemn yourself for any area that you feel like you need to change. So if you're going to keep your self-worth up, right? If you are going to feel good about yourself and know that you're worthy, know that God has good thoughts about you and he wants you to have good thoughts about yourself. And if you're going to have those good thoughts about yourself, you can't condemn yourself. And by condemning yourself, I mean... You're not going to belittle yourself. You're not going to insult yourself. You're not going to talk down to yourself. You are not going to do any of these things. You're not going to call yourself names. You're not going to talk in absolutes about the things that you that need to be changed. You're not going to say that anything is wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you. You might just need to make some changes based on the place that you were evolving to, just like I said before. So no condemnation. And I wish I had the scripture. I don't even have my phone handy. I believe it's in Romans, maybe chapter eight, not sure, but I don't have anything handy, but I will post it in the show notes to give you the exact scripture where it says there is no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Okay. So do not condemn yourself is against and contrary to the word of God. All right. So 
pop over to the Facebook group. Tell me if you're going to go ahead and implement these steps so that you can actually preserve your self-worth this year. It's not going to be new year, new me. It's new year, new changes. (laughs) Okay. Like new year's small changes even like we're not overhauling our whole lives this year because there's nothing wrong with us again if you are on your healing journey then go ahead and see the small areas where you need to make some changes so that you can heal sis so that you can feel better maybe it's again you may be struggling with your self-worth during this time. Well, we may need to change the way we think about ourselves. We may need to change what we're listening to and watching on television, who we're talking to, all of those things, right? But we don't need to change the way we look because our self-worth has been diminished for some reason. Absolutely not. In your healing journey, you know, again, identify your areas. If you are hurting and sad, you know, you're not going to walk around saying, I'm so depressed. No, that's not what we're doing. We're going to change the way we speak about this situation. And you're going to say, hey, I'm coming up out of this. So let me go ahead and give you a recap because it's seven steps, actually. I, I probably said seven tips earlier, but it's seven steps. And I want you to do these things in this order. So the recap, one, stop labeling yourself in absolutes. Two, recognize we spend our whole lives evolving Three, identify the amazing things about yourself first. Four, identify the areas of concern. Five, identify how these changes in these areas will add to your life. And number six, identify the behaviors you need to change that will address your areas of concern. And number seven, under no circumstance should you condemn yourself. So I love you. Again, pop over to the Facebook group. Let me know where you maybe you need the most help with uh, something regarding these seven steps. Maybe I can help get some clarity. Maybe I can do a little Facebook Live workshop, something, whatever the case is. You can always send me a message about it at CandiceAbetties.com forward slash contact. Send me a message privately if you don't want to post it in the Facebook group. Not a problem. All right. So hope you enjoyed this episode, sis. And I'll talk to you again really soon. Love you. Bye. Hey sis, listen, if you've been blessed, changed, or inspired by this podcast in any way, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. This is the number one way that you can thank me and show support for the show. Also, if this podcast blessed you, don't keep it to yourself. Do a quick share and bless someone else. Please know I am so grateful for each and every one of you, and I would love to hear from you. Come connect with me and other like-minded individuals in my Facebook group called Christian Women Overcoming Heartbreak and Finding Purpose. I can't wait to meet you back here really soon. Until then, remember to love the life you have while you're making it better. Love you, sis.